Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings, welcome inside Hour 3 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. I'm an ass man. Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Uh, so, and the night where we watched Lionel Messi's debut go as well as could possibly be expected for MLS, the night for the U.S. women's national team go uh, somewhat okay, beating Vietnam, sharing the spotlight with Shohei Otani, because it was another night for Otani Watch 2023. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, 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 wow. Is that Keanu Reeves as John Wick doing the... Uh, Otani watch sounder. I was confused. <laughs> That's some inception kind of stuff going on right there. Listen, I gotta be. I'm scared about going to see Oppenheimer. First of all, I'm scared about two things for Oppenheimer. It's Oppenheimer. Okay, uh, to, to Oppenheimer. Uh, to, Oppenheimer. I'm, I'm scared. I'm, I'm scared for two things. One, I already know the movie is too long. 
Right, no matter. I already know the movie song because it shows me the whole thing, and you know, you know how it ends. You know, obviously, we build the bomb and we use it. So, sorry, spoiler. But you know, it shows you the whole movie. We're getting towards build the bomb. Okay, okay. Even in the trailer, I could tell the song because I'm like, okay, we build the bomb. It happens, and now, oh wait, now there's after, and there's really old Robert Downey Jr. and everybody's in the court of law, and there's stuff going on. I'm going. The trailer just got too long. I know the movie's <laughs> going to get too long because I feel like this is this is too long stuff to put in the trailer i mean it's an unbelievable cast i mean this is an unbelievable who's who of hollywood that's in this movie it's yeah. insane but i'm going this is just i can already tell it's too long i'm ready to i'm ready to walk out on the trailer ah oh, it's too long trailer too long too long right you got to old robert downey jr i could already tell the movie's too long so i'm worried about that for oppenheimer the second I, thing is yeah really is it good can christopher nolan tell a straight along story can he tell a story about here's the guy came up with the atomic bomb and here's how it went through and here's how it got you. I mean, can you tell that story or does it got to be somehow here's an alternative reality and there's going to be a spinning coin and and we're going to tell you that maybe this happened, maybe it didn't. Here's other people that are going to get involved and, and people are going to walk away from the movie going, I don't I don't know. Did, did Oppenheimer invent the atomic bomb or not? I don't understand. Was it him? Was it not? Was it somebody else? Did somebody? I, I, I don't get it. I don't understand. Like, can he really tell a straight? I don't know that he could do that. I don't know that he could tell a straight and long story like that. It is a uh, very good point uh, before all the press junkets were uh, stopped. Nolan uh, had to answer questions about Inception because you had Leo DiCaprio and other going, I still don't understand it. I went and acted my part, but if you want to tell me what was really going on, I have oh. no idea. So, look, dude, I, dude, Inception, it, Inception looked like uh, a, a Winnie the Pooh movie compared to Tenet. Well, I walked out of that going, well, I mean, walked away from that watch that I watch it on uh, at home. I'm like, what the hell was that? What I mean, really? What yeah, was yeah. that? What the hell is going? But, on? I don't but even it's know one happened. of those. You know, you go to the movies. You know, in theory, you experience all the range of emotions that Nicole Kidman tries to talk about in mm. that ad. Um, in some really kind of weird trailers ahead of the Barbie movie. But I started thinking about it with Oppenheimer. I'm like, you know, I got some time tomorrow. Maybe I want to go see that. I don't know that I want to go sit and watch that. No matter how great a movie be, it, it might be, it, yeah, like, I, I, like just for yeah. to stop down my my day, I'm like, yeah, I think that's heavy stuff. Heavy times in the world. I'm sure the performances are great. I will have a stopwatch off to see exactly how long Florence Pugh is actually in the movie. Uh, but it, it's just the kind of thing where I'm like. How excited, I mean, as great a filmmaker as Nolan is, as great a history as he has, and again, all of these acting legends. It's just not one that's, I'm saying, yep, got to get there. Except that it was tied to Barbie. Someone did a great workup of the classic Wish You Were Here album. You know, with the guy in the flames shaking hands with the other guy. Yeah, they did that with Barbie and Oppenheimer. So that was kind of cool. Oppenheimer. Yeah, it's uh, a... it's 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 not a fun movie to see, and, and this is where look to get a little bit to get a little bit deeper on this second before we get into uh, uh, my hot take on Otani, is that people still are not going back to the movies like they thought we were going to, right? The, the, the pandemic is long over and the movies are coming, but people are still not going back. When there's an event for a movie, people will go. And I know that the box office is hoping and Hollywood is hoping that, oh, hey, people better go to see Oppenheimer and Barbie this week, and I really hope they do. Numbers now, for, look good. For like sure, the yeah. Advance. You hope yeah. so, right? But, you would, but usually every week people go, but people don't do it anymore. Because they don't put out good movies right. anymore. Well, that's the thing. That's it's true. not that they don't put out good movies. It's that... You Hollywood, me? Hollywood used to be able to put out whatever they wanted to. 
here's a historical drama, here's a really important story, here's a depressing story about someone who's going to die, and look at the performances, and you know what? People aren't going to see those movies anymore. People are saying, I just want to be entertained. I don't want to go see a movie that's going to depress me. And this has been a trend over the past few years. Hollywood's got to do two things to get people coming back to theater. you got to make the theater an experience where I have to go there. You can't just say, hey, here's popcorn and some treats and go sit in a seat. No, no, no. you got to make sure it's an XD theater or you get the D-box seats or there's some kind of food, something where you make going to the theater a destination that you have to go see this movie there because it's a, it's an event. It's not just going to the movies. What do you want, a massage? Well, no, no, no. But you got to have well, people have that wouldn't, that would know, be food nice. service all the time. It's got to be cheaper. It's got to be food service at your seats and, and the food can't be incredibly expensive. they got to suck it up and say, hey, you know what? we got to start catering to the customer because it's easy for us to say now, we'll stay home. We don't need to come see these movies in your theater. I can stay home and have whatever snack I want to and watch on my great big television. So it comes down to snacks, that, right? is what but, you're saying. And comfort, too. I can stop and go to the bathroom. I can, you need to get me to the theater where I have to go see it in the theater. And more importantly, you have to change a 50-year trend of we're going to make this movie because we think it's going to be great. We look at these performances, and you got to put movies out that people want to go see. And I'm sorry, but all of these, these, these stories that, whether they're historical dramas or big-time drama, nobody wants to see them. You got to entertain. You got to give me some kind of entertainment. I'm not saying every movie's got to be a popcorn movie, but you can't just tell me this is an important movie you need to go see. No, I'm not going to go see something that depresses me. Like well, you, bigger, who would go see? Because I, I could something. see, but I could see because I could see your philosophy of why do I want to go see? I'm, I think I'm just going to be depressed. So guess what? I'm not going to go see Oppenheimer, and I, I completely and totally get that. And there's too many movies like that when there need to be more movies that people say I want to go out and see that movie. Well, and that, but this leads to the the second. Second part uh, of my th- treatise of all of this is if I know within 45 to 60 days it's going to show up on one of the streamers almost without fail. If it's a movie that I'm eh about, and look, I I, I have no problem spending money uh, on those things that that get me fired up, right? That stuff like concert tickets, ball games when I can go, uh, travel, and, and what what we do with kids. But it's also a all right. That's there's opportunity costs, and if I'm already paying for streaming service X Y Z, and I know this is going to come, and look, I'd love to see you know the explosions and whatever on a big screen, but I think I can forego that. You know, paying for multiple tickets when I know it's going to stream shortly thereafter. And it may not be a, a movie I want to take all in at three hours or 2.40 or whatever the runtime is at that moment. It's a commitment of a lot of time. And again, psychologically, might not be there. And, and I, I'm not casting aspersions on Oppenheimer in particular. It's just the, the film-going experience. And a lot of the stuff that is, quote-unquote, popcorn as as you call it, right? The the blockbusters and the fun, just sit back and action adventure. They're terrible films, in a lot of cases. Or we would probably just not use the term film for them at all. It's like they're <laughs> terrible movies that were churned out very quickly to capitalize on the success of something similar in the genre or to make sure if you were going to need to take a tax write-off, you got it into the proper business calendar year which is what we've seen a bunch of. So, I mean, all of that plays together to say, you know, people have their opportunities and options. And when you're putting stuff out in the summer, you're competing with an awful lot of things. If people had to travel, we talk about travel, soft, softball, soccer, volleyball, all that fun stuff, travel to see your family. Man, it's not cheap. 
So something's got to go. Tonight's show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Jason. Uh, yeah, what do you got, Frostberg? They just don't make good movies anymore. In the 90s, like early 2000s, th- like every week, the summer was made for blockbusters. Yeah. Every week something was coming yeah. out and the theaters were packed. Yeah, there's certain movies. I don't think it has anything to do with that people aren't going. They're just not making good movies. No, they're not making enough that people want to go see. Everything's that, a remake. That's the, that's the that's Nothing's the original anymore. Yeah. Like, how do we just get your money? Is what they're doing when they put money into a film. Yeah, and you know, and that's it. And you know, what? there's somebody that I know. I, I can't say her name because she would get in a lot of trouble. But there's someone I know, very high up in Hollywood, that that had a very high up in Hollywood job, big time. I would say the director she worked for you go, oh my god. And she she told me something I will never forget. She said right around the end of the 1990s, right end of the early 2000s. Hollywood always did well because they were always about making movies. And they made movies, and the movies made money. And they were great. Right? And that's what it was. They were always about movies, and movies made money. But once you got to the end of the 1990s, it became all about money. And it was no longer about making movies. And so this is like a 20-year trend of the movies aren't quite... I mean, look at the movies winning Best Picture. I mean, like, I used to see every single movie that was, I gotta see this. I can't tell you the last time I saw... All, all the best picture. I, I haven't. I, don't, I know I haven't. Same. Years I haven't seen no, it. Absolutely. So it, it, Hollywood's become, uh, that I, I trust her, I'll always remember that once you get to 2000s, Hollywood became all about money, and that's and when the shows. quality of the movies yeah. have gone down a bit. And they but don't I mean, make movies, they don't make the movies that, they don't make the popcorn movies that will just get you out there, that's either, here's a fun comedy, or here's a fun drama. Well, that, you can't you know, make comedies can't do it anymore. anymore. No, they, they, they just you, don't do those movies. You can't lean into comedies because you're going to offend somebody along the way. So oh, that sure. goes yeah, out that. the way. But it used to be every week you oh, yeah, had yeah. to go. Yeah. Good movies mm-hmm. were coming out week yeah. after week. Yeah, you know, it hit me. Remember the movie The Judge with Robert Downey Jr.? See yeah, that sure. one? Okay. So that was a good movie, right? Robert Downey mm-hmm. Jr. is a lawyer. He comes back home after being away for so long. His dad was a lawyer in the town for a long time. He's got to get his dad out of trouble. His dad was Robert Duvall. Now, was that a great movie? No. Was it a good, solid, two-and-a-half-star movie? Yes, and that was a movie that they made all the time in the 80s and the 90s, that no matter what came out that week, oh, there's this pretty good movie, The Judge, Robbie, I'm, I'm going to go see that this weekend. They don't make those movies anymore. They don't make those, oh, that seems pretty interesting, I'll go see it. Because whenever those kind of movies are made, they get they get shuttled off to streaming, or they just don't find an audience, and it's okay. 100%. You know, like like the, the Ryan Reynolds, uh, um, Gal Gadot, uh, what, what, was, what was that one? What was it, Red? Red Notice, right? Like that the one, one that went to streaming. Yeah, that would yeah. have been a movie where, hey, was it an unbelievably great movie? No. Did it do well on streaming? Sure. But if you put that out in the theaters, on a week where you don't have a blockbuster coming out, a lot of people would go see that movie. It would get great word of mouth. Oh, Red Notice was really fun. It was? Yes, it was fun. Ryan Reynolds was fun. Gal Gadot was fun. Yeah, that was a fun movie. But they don't do that anymore. Those movies don't come out. And that's why the theaters are empty. Yeah, I'll tell you. You got to do two things. This is the reason. Make make, make movies that people want to see, but make going to the theater a destination. You have I'm to do that. Saying, got to do it. Going to Barbie earlier, we went to, what was it, like one thirty showing, and it couldn't have been half full. Now yeah. it's projected to do very well over the the weekend, and they feel pretty good about it. But for that, I mean, it, that that was a little disappointing to, to see. I mean, you got some great reactions 
to some of the one-liners, a little setup. So, I mean, it worked out pretty well. It got a little preachy for me at times, but that's okay. Uh, it was a fun time was had by all, but again, half full. And then you had the $65 Barbie car popcorn bucket that people were just like, you want to charge me what for that? $65. 65 bucks. <laughs> that better be the best popcorn I've ever had in my life. Well, here's the thing. you got to give me an extra bucket on the side because you ain't fitting much popcorn into that bucket. It's you, like buying the commemorative ones at Disneyland or whatever. It's like, hey, I'm only getting about half the popcorn if I actually use this thing. So just give me a bucket on the side, please. you got to give me one bucket entirely full of butter so I can drink it if I want to. And then you give me the popcorn I can throw in there. Just give me that. Just glug, 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 Look glug, glug. Because Liquid really. death because it's not hey, even butter. Come on, dude. The butter is just a – the popcorn is just a vehicle to get the butter into your mouth. I mean, come on, man. I mean, that's – Let's be honest with popcorn and movies. Uh, Twitter and how about a fresca? Mike had swollen them. So there you go. I mean, say, hey, look, it's a big conversation to have. Important stuff people are talking about all weekend. You know, we're the source for stories like this, Mike and I. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Uncle Ricky, Uncle Ricky, you tell me a bedtime story. Fox Sports Radio has teamed up with TireRack.com to give away a set of four brand new tires valued up to $1,500 every two weeks this summer. That's right. Three lucky listeners are going to receive a set of four tires plus installation, taxes, and fees valued up to $1,500. It's the summer of Tire Rack sweepstakes. Enter daily at FoxSportsRadio.com to increase your chances to win. Yes, you can register to win every single day to improve your chances. A winner will be selected every two weeks between now and August 27th for a set of four brand new tires. To enter and get rules, visit foxsportsradio.com. That's foxsportsradio.com, sponsored by TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. All right, so I'm going to hit you with my Shoei Otani hot take, and then then a fun NFL conversation I, that that is just one of those things that cuts through in a very hot summer week. So Otani pitched tonight, got a standing ovation after giving up four home runs. Yeah. I, I, I would love that. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Ron Otani watched 23, and every day there's new stories about what's going to happen with him. And today we saw the odds came out, the betting odds came out, the Dodgers are the betting favorite mm-hmm. if he doesn't stay with the Angels, which, come on, man, they're not going to trade with the Dodgers. Of course and, they are. And John Palmarosi, friend of the show, uh, put out today that the Angels are going to wait all the way up until the deadline to make their decision, and why shouldn't they? They want to see if they can stay in the playoff race before they mm-hmm. make a decision to trade Otani, right? So here's my hot take, right? Because okay, now, and go. this is why you're going to like it, because I know we're on opposite sides, and I, Otani's got to go, and, and and you say Otani's going to stay. When I see the strategy that is thrown out there, that here's John Paul who said the Angels are going to wait all the way up until the deadline before they make a decision. In theory, that sounds great, right? It's what you should be doing, right? Let's wait. Let's give our team as much of a chance as possible. We've got a little bit less than two weeks to go till the deadline. Let's see if we can win a few games, get over 500, stay over 500, and, and just be within striking distance. But what if, and I'm giving you a what if here, what if this is the Angels' plan is to go all the way up to the end and then say, oh, we can't put a trade together. Yeah. We got to keep them. Right, because they want to be able to satisfy everybody. Because this is what you have to do in, in sports nowadays. You can't just do something for a team. You got to make sure you sell the optic as well. And are the Angels really going to trade him? Because what they could say is, "Hey, we're waiting till the end of the deadline to get something done." Okay, that's fine. I get that. But 
how complicated is this deal going to be for Shohei Otani? It's really complicated because the team is going to give up prospects knowing if he's going to sign with them or not. How are you going to know if you're waiting till the, the last final hours before the deadline what you can give up for Otani? Well, are we renting him? Are we not? Is he going to want to come here? Do we think he's going to want to stay? We'll give up prospects for him if we think he's going to stay. And in the end, it's just going to be too difficult to do. And the Angels don't have any intention at all of trading Otani, but they want to make it seem like they're covering all their bases. We want to give the team a chance to to stay in it, but if they can't, we'll look to trade him. But, oh, look, it's too late. It's too difficult to put a trade together. We're going to keep him for the rest of the season. That I can see. That sort of conspiracy theory about we're only going to make it seem like we want to trade Otani, that's something I can see, Mike. No, that's it. I mean, because, look, part of the analysis as we've thought about this the last couple of weeks is just getting down to the what what makes it look okay. Like, what's the package got to be coming back that you can say, all right, I can take this to my fans and say, all right, hope with a capital H as opposed to running it out and hoping that we can still have a shot at Otani in the offseason. Like, that, that's part of it. Part of the the process here, and looking at yourself in the mirror as well. You know what? I traded away for Jags. <laughs> maybe that guy could be. I just uh, got a bunch of guys. Like that guy could be a. Maybe he becomes an everyday starter. But is he a future All Star? No. That's the best package we got. No, that's it. Because, look, you've got very few teams that can get into the rental business as well. Because when we start talking about the trades, you know, they, they've got to give up something significant to bring them in. I mean, the Angels aren't just going to say, all right, well, it's been a, it's been a good ride. Um, see you later. And so if you're looking at it from a can we re-sign him aspect, how many teams are eliminated from consideration before you really have a legitimate conversation other than the, hey, it's uh, Jim down here in uh, Tampa. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> you know, it's that, that's kind of what we get with a lot of the conversations because there's no money to pay these guys in a, in a lot of would-be contenders. Tell me the Orioles or the the Rays are, are all, all in to go over the top. The way they build their teams, the way they have, have spent money historically, and to say, all right, we're going to take the shot that he wants to stay here. And that the pitching woes that he's had of late 13 in runs allowed over his last three starts, including a blister issue, are suddenly going to magically disappear while going to pitch down the pennant stretch, say, in the AL East? <laughs> That's going to help you? No, I don't think so. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're, you're, you're kind of shifting back in my general direction here. Can you imagine the Yankees trading for Otani and then he can't pitch because of a blister? No, that's it. He can't pitch because of the blister. And then the blister's bad enough perhaps that it keeps him out of the lineup. Oh, Oh, and Aaron Judge, they keep going back and forth. You want to talk about a swinging pendulum. This is Miley Cyrus riding the wrecking ball in her video. Uh, Aaron Boone and now all officials. I don't know. He's close. Maybe he's not so close. Maybe we see him. Maybe we don't. I don't know. Is he going to come back or not? Can we at least get a uh, a sense that you just pull out the magic eight ball? Yeah. 
No, look, but that I can I can see the Angels saying we only want to make it seem like we're going to do it because because we're not doing our due diligence as a franchise if we wind up losing a bunch of games and we don't trade him, right? Because fans are fans and the media and our team is going to say why didn't we get something for him when we could have, right? We want we want to make it seem like we're trying to, but we're really not. And no matter what the end result's going to be, he's going to stay an Angel because we're going to make it seem like we want to do it. That, now that I can see, it's a little conspiracy theory, but that I can see, I can see the Angels having that kind of strategy. Oh no, it's 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 a pretty good strategy. Look, we we listen to offers, and, and I mean, look, I don't want to embarrass any of my fellow GMs out there, but are you kidding me? <laughs> are you kidding me? The leftover promotional items from last year are not getting Otani to your town. I'm sorry. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I started watching Quarterback on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Right, which has gotten a lot of, you know, it, it was done a couple months ago, but it's just starting to get a lot of momentum sure. now. It's the number two show on all of Netflix for the last couple of weeks. And in case you haven't seen it, it's it's a show that's followed on the 2022 season, three quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, and Marcus Mariota. And for anybody who says, oh, Hard Knocks is going to be such a distraction, uh, cameras followed these guys around all year. Pretty sure Kirk Cousins had a great year. Pretty sure Patrick Mahomes won the Super Bowl. So I think it's going to be okay for the Jets. Mariota quit his team. Well, and that's the thing, is that this show is so good because what it does is it's able to show you who these people are in different ways. Right. So and I know you've seen a little bit of it as well. Mm-hmm. I'm about halfway through about halfway through what they do is it's you know, it's it's a documentary. and They take you through. Here's Mahomes surrounding and what's going on in his life surrounding these couple of games and everything else. Patrick Mahomes is exactly who you think he is right on 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 the field, because the best part of Mahomes is they mic him up for a lot of stuff. So you hear a lot of what he says, a lot of the back and forth that happens with Mahomes on the field. And it's exactly what you think he is. Right. He's someone that's not afraid to go back and forth. He'll trash talk a little bit off the field. He's got the life of an absolute superstar. But Mahomes is exactly what you're like. Hey, is he is he that good a guy? Does he is he seem like that good a guy? Yes, he does. Right. He seems like that. But the, but the stuff on the field with how much trash talk he has, that's really interesting because they go through, they found what was the best part of that, and that was, hey, Mahomes on the field, that's gold, right? All the stuff he is saying, all the stuff he's going back and forth. Mm-hmm. There's a scene, there, there's, a, there's a big part of the episode where it's him going back and forth with Max Crosby of the Raiders during a game that is just so interesting. And Mahomes, exa- like I said, Mahomes exactly who you think he is, and that's interesting. Kirk Cousins is fascinating. He is because isn't he? he's fat because he's weird, he's he's a little awkward and it it's just he, he's him and his wife are like we're just regular people and she says look we shop at Target, we shop at Costco and 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 that's kind of our lives and here's the shirt Kurt Cousins is wearing. I thought this was a nice fall shirt for him to wear, so I want him to wear that opening week. So when they he does a press conference after, that's the shirt he's wearing. It's got fall colors in it and it, it's it's orange and it's and it's yellow. And when Cousins talks to the camera, like I said, he comes across it's a little weird. He's a little awkward. He just says things that are on his mind. Like he gets a, he gets a big hit in the game, and he's laying down there, and 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 the 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 crew is coming out to look at him. The doctors, he says, "Oh, that's what they get for playing one on one. Oh, coverage on the outside." Like he says stuff that's like, 
wow, just whatever pops into his head, he says. It's so incredibly interesting. You will have a much different view of Kirk Cousins than you do now, right? Because you view Kirk, you think of Kirk Cousins as the, you like that guy, the guy that, that used the Jets to get the big contract from the Vikings. But just seeing him and seeing how he plays quarterback and, and how every moment he kind of drinks in and he thinks that something big is happening here. He's got all this memorabilia from his entire career in a hidden room in his house. It's fascinating. I this is I'm like wow. I can't believe you know the the Mahomes is fat because it's it's a different story for Mahomes and it's mm-hmm. a different story for Kirk Cousins. And I'm watching him going. This is not at all the guy that has the image out there. Nobody ever is the image that you see. But but Kirk Cousins like the the general fan watching this going man. I think completely different about Kirk Cousins than I did before. Well, and I, and I think Captain Kirk's one of those interesting guys, right? Because he's had some some beliefs and conversations that have made folks a little uncomfortable in the past, right? When you start getting into re- religion and, and down, down that, I mean, some folks uh, re- rebel against any conversations of that sort, but he's a guy that, um, much like Matthew Stafford during his time in Detroit, quarterbacks have been picking up for him for a long time talking about you know how much better he is than what the public and the media would portray him as in terms of his quarterbacking the guy you know from all reports has always just been a stand-up guy in the community and they've been engaged in and, and been as normal as you can possibly be while being you know the face on every billboard floating around. So I, I think it's it's fascinating what we can get down here. I haven't gotten too deep into the Mariota stuff. I think that's kind of uh, interesting that you have cousins who, because of contracts, you always will be mad about how he used your Jets. Um, Mahomes dominance. That Mariota is the guy that makes the uh, the third place on the medal stand here. Just the you know, much different path uh, as it flows into 2023. But hey, more competition in this space is a good thing, which is why the yeah. Jets were absolutely forced to do hard knocks this year. Hey, Peyton Manning and company, because it, it's funny, and I, and I know this has probably already been said. But, you know, it's, it's, it's in the vacuum here. Um, Peyton Manning would have never let a camera anywhere near him. Oh, no, of course not. No, 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 no. But, right? I mean, yeah. Tony Dungy yeah. and, and Peyton Manning would have had no. And Marvin? Come on, Marvin? <laughs> Those three guys? You ain't getting any cameras uh, around there to no document what you're no doing. Way. No, but you, know, but you bring up Mariota, and the thing about Mariota is every time I see him on screen, I just feel awful for him. Right. Like like you could tell that like everything going on with him is it's a struggle. It's a struggle to stay in the NFL. It's a struggle to stay a starting quarterback. It's a struggle. I, I could tell he has trouble with his confidence. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're seeing everything going on from the past year. You just feel bad. I feel awful for the guy. Like every time he comes on, I go, oh, here's Mario. I just want to give him a hug. And, you know, I know what's coming, him leaving the team. And I haven't gotten to that yet. But right. but I'm just, I'm Mario. It's like it's three completely different stories. And it's three completely different ways to look at quarterbacks. And, and you have those emotions uh, going on every single guy you see and it's 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 absolutely fascinating like I, I don't know that this isn't something that they shouldn't have every year like I'd want to see this for for three guys every single year you know take one star take one middle of the pack and take one guy who's trying to hang on and, and, and give me that and that's what they're giving you right even though you know how it turns out the story about it is it, like I said it's fascinating and I mean it you watch Mariota just go oh I just feel so bad for the guy. I just feel so awful for well her. but I mean it, it does show though if you're willing to put a little bit of resources in 
into it. And nowadays, you don't need massive crews and everything like you, you might have at one point. It's it's a lot more streamlined. You can, you can do a number of these stories, and you got year-round programming, man. You know who, uh, Jason, you know who can be the guy that's just hanging on for this season? Zach Wilson. Aaron Rodgers. No, oh, stop. Well. He's the star. He's the star. My they could follow Aaron. <laughs> make it easier. Make money. Because it's it's easy. Make Do Aaron Rodgers and Daniel Jones, right? You know, two guys. Because Daniel Jones, Kirk Cousins, kind of interesting. And then you have a guy trying to hold up. You have like Desmond Ritter or someone who was taking over there or Sam Howell or, or Sam, one of those Sam, guys. Sam, Sam, oh, you could do I'm telling you, man, it's a great show. Great show. Yeah, just take my homes off. <laughs> I well, know. Every, anything's cheap, cheaps related. It's like they were listening to the show last night for the uh, National Sports Collectors Convention. Mm. Joe Montana was supposed to be signing autographs at one of the days, and, and he gets a pretty penny to do it. He he has canceled his appearance. And instead it was Joe Montana who was signing autographs. Hey, I, I was watching the uh, Criminal Minds reboot. Mm. He gets to curse there. Hey, I saw House of Games. Will you sign a Joe Montana House of Games? Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, Twitter <laughs> How about a fresca, Mike? It's Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. We got more on Messi and the women's national team coming up in about 20 minutes. But straight ahead, we are going to enter a new era in sports because of what could be happening with the Washington Commanders after their big sale. What is it? We'll tell you next right here from the TireRack.com studios. This is Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is a song I could do without. Come on! Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. I'm talking to you. (laughs) The biggest NFL story the last 24 hours clearly has been the turnover of the Washington Commanders from Daniel Snyder to Josh Harris. Mm -hmm. And yesterday we spent a lot of time talking about Daniel Snyder and he still gets $6 billion, but sometimes this is what winning looks like. They got rid of a bad guy and a bad owner. And now they're talking about what are the odds that they will change their name. Josh Harris says we're not going to talk about that right now, but... They are going to try to bring back the glory days of the franchise, and those glory days weren't as the Washington Commanders. Like This is this is what he's saying. They've done a lot of research, looking into things, and they're going to make a lot of changes, which, awesome, right? You should. Sure. And getting rid of the Commanders, yes, you want to get rid of everything that's going to be connoted or connected with the right. Daniel you want Snyder. A, you want a whole new right? era, right? Yeah. You want a whole new Wikipedia page like you're yeah. a brand new team. Yeah, we don't want, and no one's going to want Commander's gear. No one's going to want, I want to remember it. No, no one's going to want They didn't that. want Commander's gear now? No, no, they really didn't. They, no, they didn't. Because they knew they it was a placeholder. Yeah, Even before the legalese and the rapid fire to get him out. I, I don't think anybody was buying in that that was a long-term solution to anything. We were the Washington TBAs. That's, that's where we are. Pretty much it. Yeah. But you're going to see them rebrand and change their name. And you see all the trigger words that Josh Harris is using as far as glory days, research, and they're going to find a new name and they're going to have a new nickname probably in the next year. The NFL is going to say, yes, of course, we want to distance ourselves from Daniel Snyder. So, yeah, that's what we're doing. But this is going to open the door, and I'll give you this big, bold prediction. This is going to open the door, and in the next five years, 
you are going to see a lot of pro sports franchises, whether they change hands into new younger owners with different ideas or just teams that are looking for a, for a, 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 a perk of some kind, you're going to see a lot of teams put in and file to change their nicknames. Whether it's from a merch perspective, hey, listen, we're not selling any merchandise anymore. I don't know if the nickname has become stale. Uh, We need something that connects us more to the city that we live in, and we're going to have a new nickname. But there's not going to be anything that's off the table. There's nothing that's off the table in sports anymore. And what's not going to be off the table is changing a nickname, especially if a new owner comes in going, yeah, this nickname, we've done the research. It's not really connecting. We know if we change a name to something else that it's going to be a bigger deal for us it'll be a bigger thing for the city it'll be it'll help us sell more merchandise it'll give us more relevancy you're going to see more teams change their names and change their nicknames for both of those reasons money connecting to the city and and making something a little bit fresher and getting away from a bad era of sports like if if the whole clippers sale happened now and and Steve Ballmer bought the Clippers. Let's say that the Donald Sterling things happens this year, and Steve Ballmer bought the Clippers. You know what happened? He would buy the Clippers and would say, "We're changing our name. Uh, we're not going to because Clippers is associated with Donald Sterling and a lot of bad stuff. We're going to change our nickname. We're going to be the LA something else." That's what would happen if he bought the team now. So just think about that coming up in the next few years, where yeah, teams are going to change hands, and you're going to see nicknames change as well. Yeah, I think when when you get down to it. You know, the, the money part always runs in first, right? New merch. That's why we have random combinations of jerseys and helmets. And here's our superstars to model for you what they're going to look like. We're bringing back the cream skulls, but we had a day off. Doesn't matter. Get in here, get the model them up, and, and let's get selling. Uh, so wherever you can find extra revenue streams, yeah, you're, you're going to go down that path. If you've got a long standing. Uh, era of futility, like like say Aaron Rodgers fails miserably. The right, Jets so now, might, now, now you want to talk about fiction, but okay, I'll indulge you. You know what? Just stay with me. You know, past weeks. performance I know is not indicative and, and necessarily uh, reflective and predictive of future behavior because you know people can suddenly uh, you can change. I can change, but just say the Jets suck again. They Woody Johnson may decide. You know what? That's it. Like Aaron Rodgers came in, we couldn't even get over. We, I had to use a practical example, and what better one than that? Uh, but certainly there, as you change team owners, you want it all to be about you and your vision for things. And what better way, just getting rid of a coach and GM or shuffling up some players, this is my quarterback, look, I'm in the draft room, that, that's not enough anymore. I like it. The the cachet of being able to rename it. I mean, we've had some force, just like the commanders and their former nickname had to be changed, uh, as society did. Uh, others will just because uh, they, they've become stale and boring. Twitter at How About a Fresca Mike at Swollen Dome. There are no more sacred cows. No more Jets. New, hey, hey, if, if they win, I don't care what they're called. They could be the New York New Yorkers, and I wouldn't give a crap. We well, won. We won. I wouldn't care. I really wouldn't. Uh, 877-99 on Fox is the number. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon. Coming up next, the two biggest stories of the night right here. This is Fox Sports Radio. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.